welcome back, welcome back here to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Uh, once again, I'm your host, Easy Money Sanders. <laughs> uh, got my boy Dupree with me. Yo, 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 yo. How you? How do? you feeling, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you? What's going man, on? Doing good, bro. Just going through, going through another week here, bro. Um, seems like 2021 said. We gonna continue on with 2020 because <laughs> it's been a mess um, up there in DC. Uh, yeah, man. Yo, uh, but yeah. Before we get started on anything else, how, let's just real quick with that, bruh. Where were you <laughs> when you when the news broke out with everything going on up there? I was at work. <laughs> um, so I was I was at the gym with me and my little brother. Yeah, um, we were up at the gym working out, and uh, I think it might have been, I might have checked, just like check my phone real quick, like my text messages, um, and in our coaches group message, um, you know, guys, they were kind of, you know, talking about it or whatever, and then I see other text messages and other groups that folks are talking about what's going on in D.C., so I go and check Twitter, um, and I see that. I was. I knew that there were there were supposed to be a a protest about them counting the electoral votes and everything, um, and then you see the the pictures and the videos of them. I, I mean, folks just casually <laughs> at the at the Capitol, just doing what they want to do, um, and at that point, I didn't. I didn't want to um bring too much light into it uh, like so i was there with my little brother so um i didn't want to bring you know i didn't we focused on our workout and then we got home um and i you know it's all over the news you check on it you know you're looking at it on all different social media platforms it's on cnn fox all these different news outlets um and everybody has said it um, and it's just the question of once again, we know, and it's almost what would have been the outcome. We know what what would have been the outcome um, if this would have been the Black Lives Matter protest. If this would have been African Americans, um, Mexican Americans, Black and Brown people up at the Capitol, up in arms about human rights. We wouldn't have broke the barriers. We wouldn't have made it up the steps of the Capitol. <laughs> it would have been a, it would have been a massacre. National Guard would have already been to, there. Man, what like it? So, um, I didn't want to give a lot, you know, too much energy, in, you know, into it because it's foolishness. That was, that's the, it, to. To say that they love this country as as much as they say they do, as much as they say that they love this country and we want to make America great again and this, that, and the third, the, the fact that you break into a federal, the, the capital of the United States, the fact that you break into the capital 
and were willing. You you don't know. We don't know what they would have done if they would have got to where they were counting the votes. The vice right. president, the speaker of the house, the majority leader of the Senate. Like, there's no telling what they would have done if they could have got to them. People that support, people that have supported Trump, like the vice president, like Mitch McConnell, the Senate majority leader, they were in danger. Everybody in that building was in danger. And this could have been a whole lot worse than what it was. It was already bad, but it right. could have been a whole lot worse. Um, and, and, you know, like I said, it's, we know what the outcome would have been if the roles was flipped. It, it just shows you um, that there can be a level of restraint and a level of there, there can there's a way to handle these situations without there being any fatalities. There is a way that showed us that there's a way to handle things of this nature without it coming to violence. It's just not <laughs> when it comes to people of color. So um, that just sh- shed a light really into what this country, um, we, we are definitely nowhere near where we need to be as a country. Um, so that's all that, you know, that's all that show me, man, it's, 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 um, it's definitely um, unsettling, to say the least. Um, right. It's, it's definitely, um, it, that was not a shining moment in this country's history, for sure. Yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> for me, I mean, it's, Really just a list of added on stuff that we already knew. Um that there's two different Americas out here. Uh <laughs> and just the fact that it so many so many different people who was a part of that rioting, because that that wasn't a protest. So many people that was part of that rioting, uh, who are like <laughs> pretty much kind of like your normal like average everyday people these are people who are teachers pro- professors uh, doctors lawyers coaches um just like <laughs> people that you you know this is like people that you see like normally every like on an everyday basis if you're from their area or whatever like some people who just work at like you know, a simple nine to five job or whatever, and coming out there traveling from near and far to come to Washington, all over the DC. country, all over the country, just come to DC just to come and do that for just because of a candidate loss. And his name won't even be mentioned on here, so but y'all know who we talking about, and I mean it. It's almost like he incited this for them to even to go ahead and do this. Like, it's just he—he he definitely he. 
I didn't I didn't see his speech. I didn't know that he had gave a speech before, but this was planned. He he told him to go down there. Like it, this was all thought out. He right. knew he knew they were going down there and what they were going down there to do. They were going down there to stop the stop the count of the votes. He knew that. He sent them down there. They knew the date. Like he he has and this he has single handedly divided this country. If yep. it already was not divided before, he has single handedly divided this country even more than what it already was. Single handedly. It he sent them down there to do that. He knew what was gonna happen. He knew what they were going down there to do. And he sent them down there. And he point blank like I, yeah, bro, I, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, like, that's that's all you can say. Yeah, you know. That, you know, this, 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 what, that was one of, another one of those moments where it's, where were you? (laughs) Like, you, you, you asked me, where were you when you found out that, that's one that's going to forever be one. Of, where were you when this happened? Were you alive when this happened? When people born and said to be proud Americans broke into the U.S. Capitol. And there was a lot of stuff that was taken. I've, I've continued to see different things that um, that were taken different. Um, I've I saw something today saying that there was a there was some a laptop taken with a lot of different information on there. Um, like, you know, just <laughs> if you had stopped them before they got in there, you wouldn't be scrambling looking for it. But that's, you know, I'm not, I, I digress. Right. I digress. I, right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I digress. But man, we'll get there, man. We'll get there. Got no choice. Got no choice but to. Got no choice but to. But we we won't be on that one too long. But you know, we just had to let y'all know that you know we aware of what's going on out here. Um, for, for sure. sure. But man, today today's episode should be another good one. Um, should be another good one for sure. Uh, major 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 weekend in in football. Uh, we are going to we are going to have a crowned a new national champion uh, after Monday after after Monday night we'll have a new national champion and it's January January football you know what that means it's the playoffs so uh, we got the national championship game between Alabama and Ohio State uh man, two of your normal powerhouses. Um one of the top teams over probably, you know, probably let's see, especially in this this past decade. I mean, Ohio State has come in, come along here recently the last few years, but definitely Alabama within these past decade has been like talk of the town, uh cream of the crop, best schools in the in the country and everything like that. And we got Man, I mean, I mean, I 
We got we got a good one here, bro. We got a good one here between Alabama and Ohio State. How you how you feeling about this one? Just overall, I think this is going to be a really good game. Yeah, I think this is going to be a really 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 interesting game. Um, these are two teams that um, won handily in their semifinal games. Uh, both teams handled their opponents. Uh, Notre Dame and Clemson, respectively, um, was thoroughly impressed with Ohio State um, in their game against Clemson. Didn't think that they would dominate, especially in the trenches, as much as they did um, against Clemson um, offensively and defensively. I think this is this. I think this is going to be a shootout. This has the makings. This has shootout written all over it. Um, to be honest, this has shootout written all over it. Uh, both offenses are high-powered. Both offenses are explosive. They can throw the ball with both quarterbacks. They have We have two excellent running backs in this game, um, and Trey Sermon and Najee Harris. Um, the defenses, Alabama's defense is a little bit better. They give up, they're giving up about 19 points a game versus Iowa State's only giving up 21 Obviously, we know that how this is, you know, Ohio State has only played seven games, but the defense is giving up 21 points a game. Um, I think that this game is going to come down to, because I do think it's it's going to be a shootout. I believe that it's going to come down to which defense can make that play, get that stop, get that turnover. Who whose defense is going to get the first stop? Who's going to get that first three and out? Who's going to get that first tor- turnover? Um, and I think for Ohio State, it's imperative you have to score touchdowns. It's the same thing with Notre Dame when Notre Dame played Alabama. You have got to extend drives and score touchdowns. If they can run the football like they've been able to do in the past two games versus. Northwestern in the Big Ten Championship, and then Clemson last week. If they can run the game and control the clock um, on offense by running the ball with Trey Sermon, that's that bodes well for Ohio State and Ohio State fans. Um, you have got to be able to sustain drives, stay on the field on third downs, and when you get the opportunities, you got to score touchdowns because – no one in the country has been able to stop Alabama. Nobody. And I don't see Alabama struggling to run the football like Clemson did last week. I don't see um, Sean Wade or whoever other DBs are <laughs> that play for Iowa State sticking Devontae Smith and Jonathan Mitchie and, and the crew. I don't see that happening. So, they have got to be able to score touchdowns, be explosive like they did against Clemson, and they got to they got to score touchdowns. And that defense and that defensive line is going to have to step up and make some plays if Ohio State is going to win this football game on Monday. Yeah, I, I I mean, man, I mean you, bro, you hit the you hit the nail right on the head. I mean, honestly, that's just that's really what it's definitely going to come down to is. I mean, what defense can make a stop? Because I mean, both of these offenses are high high powered. Um, 
they can beat you in a variety of ways. Um, <laughs> you, I mean, you have to pick your poison. I mean, because with, with Alabama, they have the Heisman Trophy winner and Devonta Smith, player of the year. Um, like you said, Mechie, all those guys. I think I'm not sure how um, accurate this is. But I know there was some murmurs and stuff going around saying that maybe Jalen Waddle could play. Yeah, I've, I've I've seen and heard that too. I believe he's a game time decision. I watched Nick Saban's press conference uh, from earlier this week, and he was saying that he's uh, probably going to be more of a game time decision. Mm. Okay. Um, if and I, I want to. I know you're getting ready, you know, going your thing, but if he plays, that changes the whole dynamic of this game. If he plays and he's anywhere near to 100%, that changes the whole dynamic of this football game. It changes everything. Changes everything if he plays. I mean, but even still, even if he doesn't play, you see how well that they've been they've been moving this ball. Um, so what do you want to do? Do you want to stop the receivers? Okay, well, we try to stop the receivers well. They got Najee Harris back there in the backfield. And uh, another plethora of running backs that they can just that they can run the ball with. So it's a pick your poison with them, but it's it's also the same thing with with Ohio State. I mean, you know, Olave and the rest of those guys and their receiving core and what Justin Fields does. Okay, you want to shut that down? Well, these last couple games here, Trey Sermon has been huge for them. Um, just been huge. So. For me, it's the same thing. It's just, you know, who who's going to catch that rhythm? I, I also wouldn't be surprised if those first, like, couple drives or so for each team to where they're in their filling out process and it might not be big explosive plays just yet, but who can catch that rhythm first to where they're like, okay, we've made our adjustments. We see what the team, what the other team is doing. Let's counter with this and who can keep it going. And then who's going to be the – Who's going to be the team where on defense they make that stop? Just that one stop they might need because it doesn't. That maybe it might be that's all it takes to win mm-hmm. this game. It's just to get one stop, and it might be the difference uh, in this game between. And when I say one stop, I don't even mean like a a three and out. I mean holding the team to a field goal. Like that's. For any of these defenses, holding any one of these offenses to a field goal is going to be a win. They will take that all night. You will take that all night. So, um, it's just it's going to be interesting. Just going to be interesting to watch for sure, just to see how everything plays out. And then, I mean, also the coaching aspect of it too. Um, I mean, we know about Nick Saban, the one of, if not the greatest college uh football coach ever and what he can do um but you know this is ryan day first first you know national championship game as a head coach i mean you know these guys have done pretty well he's taken over a good a good group of guys here that was kind of all put together to a certain extent now i mean he's done it here recently these last couple years but before that you know most of these guys is there or what he has there is out the of what Urban Meyer had left, um, but yeah. you know his. This is his first, you know, huge, big, the biggest, the biggest game in his life too as as a coach. So I mean, it's 
also going to come down to coaching and how he prepares and gets the team prepared too. And uh, I mean, we know, like I said, with Nick Saban, he's been here plenty of times before. So this is uh this is nothing new. I think what what is this? This he have a chance to get number how many? How many does he have? This would be number seven. Seven? Nick. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Yep. He gets this. this. He gets number seven. I mean, it's no de- it's no debate. <laughs> it's no debate. Like yeah, this, it, this it would be tough to go. Yeah, it'd be tough to go against him. It'd be really tough to go against him. It. Man, I. This is is is. I think this is probably the most torn I've been on a national championship game in a while. A long time. Just because of the way, once again, the way Ohio State has been able to run the football. I do not anticipate, (laughs) I don't anticipate them to be, I don't think Trey Sherman is going to go and run for 300 yards like he did in in the Big Ten Championship. Oh, no, 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 no. He ran for 193 last week. I don't see him running for 193. But if but if they can continue to run the ball the way that they've been running the football, and if Justin Fields can make plays in the passing game, that's what it's gonna come down to. He's gonna have to make plays because every we've it's been talked about, we've talked about it. The times when Alabama has had trouble with teams is when there's a quarterback that can send the pocket and throw the football, but also takes off and is mobile, i.e. Johnny Manziel, Deshaun Watson, yada, yada, yada. Even Joe uh, Joe Burrow last year yep. made some plays with his legs last year. So that's, that's what gives Alabama trouble is when there's a quarterback that is capable of hurting you with his legs which we know Justin Fields is more than capable of doing that. Definitely. More than capable. So um, I think it's a both kind of play into each other's strengths and weaknesses for both teams. Um, both teams score a lot of points. Both, de- uh, both teams don't give up a lot of points. Um, really, I kind of, if I had to, I kind of compare this to the Alabama-Florida game, the SEC championship. Mm-hmm. Florida was right there. Florida scored with, I mean, it was 52 to 46. But Florida could not get the stops when they needed it, and Alabama did. When Florida needed a stop, they couldn't get it. Florida, Florida scored with them and everything like that, but they just could not get the stop when they needed to get it, and Alabama did. Florida couldn't run the ball in that game. I think Ohio State will have a will have a better outing rushing the football, but they, their defense just could not get off the field when they needed to. So that's that's kind of that's the same. I kind of see it the same way. I kind of see this game the same way. So um, it, this I, I think this will be one of the, if not the best game. Since the college football playoff has started, best national championship in the college football playoff era, 
it would be one of them because I mean you got obviously the Alabama Georgia game that was a great game. Um, I don't know if he tops that, then we're going to be in for a a, <laughs> a great football game because that was a great game. So, but I, I think it has. I think it could be. I think it could live up to that level, to that caliber of a game that we got when Georgia played Alabama two years ago. Can't hey, can't forget. Can't forget the Deshaun Watson game, the Alabama Clemson, yeah, two when the one I mean one, one and seven. two, yeah, yeah well, one and two. Both of those games are great too, yeah. So those are I good mean, ones. Um, I think it has the level. To, I think it has the potential. Excuse me to to live up to to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, I'm, I'm with you. This is the first. This is like the first game. I will. This is probably the first national championship game that. I've been torn on probably since probably since Florida State Auburn that year. Okay. Yeah. Cuz like normally I kind of figure the, the normally I kind of like all right, I think I know who's going to win or I I'd be shocked if this team didn't win or yeah, it won't be close or they'll pull away or yeah, this thing's going with Florida State Auburn, I was just like, "Ooh, that could go either way." Mm-hmm. And yeah. with this one I'm like Ooh, that can go either way. Because another thing that also just hit me that caught my mind that I have to look out for is, as like you mentioned about the teams, I mean, the, the type of quarterbacks that uh, Alabama has normally kind of struggled with, with uh, quarterbacks that's able to be, you know, mobile um, and, and, and multifaceted and have multi, uh, multiple dimensions. Uh, with Justin Fields, the thing is, it's like the shot he took – in that sugar bowl um mm-hmm. was brutal. <laughs> it yes, was brutal. It was. Um so I guess it's on interested to see is how healthy he may really be. Like was that enough time for him to recover to you know, of course not to be a hundred percent because I mean even even still with the kind of season that these teams have had and the way that COVID broke everything down even still even in playing the games at this point of the year you're no one is is even 100 percent healthy anyway Mm -mm. but um that's gonna be interesting to see too as as far as how well can he move will he be mobile enough granted that's not dealing with his legs but how how is he going to be able to you know if he can stand in the pocket and take another shot like he took back in the sugar bowl like will he be able to you know, continue on to get up, which I mean, I mm-hmm. think he will. He's a, he's a tough kid. He's a hell of a yeah. hell of a competitor. So I'm not saying like, oh, it's gonna be a he can take a hit and he'll take a hit and then he wants out. I'm just I'm. It's more so like how effective will he be if he's still wincing and in pain and it hurts every time that he throws and can he be on the run like he would normally be because if he ain't sliding, I'm pretty sure. They're gonna try to take a shot to the to that midsection to those ribs. Oh yeah, area. So you know, just I mean, that's just that's just the name of the game. So that's just uh, one more interesting thing to look at to wonder like how will this go? Um, So at the end of the day, (laughs) by Monday night. It'd be about ten thirty, eleven o'clock, I guess. It'd be Tuesday, probably up. It'd be probably Tuesday late Tuesday morning around your your way. Who is holding up the college football playoff trophy? 
I'm rolling with Alabama. I'm rolling with Alabama. I think Alabama will win uh, the national championship on Monday just for the fact that I what I said um, a little bit earlier. I believe that this will be a shootout. I believe that uh, both teams will be will put up a lot of points. Um, if I was to bet on this game, you said this uh, the, the the week. If I was to bet this game, I would bet on the over. Um, but I believe that Alabama's defense will make the stop. They will get the stop. They will force the turnover. They will make the play to help win the football game. Um, and I also think that uh, Nick Saban also has a little extra motivation for this game. Um, he might not say it just because it was, you know, it was 2014, but um, I believe that he still has a bad taste in his mouth about that game, about that Sugar Bowl in 2014. But I do believe, I believe Alabama will win. I think their defense will get the stops that they need to get in order to win this football game, whether it's a fourth down stop, uh, three and outs, a turnover. Um, I think they'll make the plays that they need to make um, to win this football game. I got Alabama winning in the shootout. Oh, man. I'll I, I tell you this, bro. Personally, I don't care for either school. <laughs> <laughs> You're I not really the only don't. one. I really don't. But I have to agree with you. I, I'm going with Alabama as well. I think they pull it out. Um and I'm probably taking the over too. I think I think the under over is like seventy four uh, or something like that. It's high. It's yeah. high. Um seventy five. Yeah. The over under is seventy five. It's a lot of points. That is. You know what? Nah. I ain't gonna lie. I think I might take the <laughs> under on that. Just to, I might end up taking the under on that. But then again, I don't know. I think last year the over under for Clemson and LSU was like it was either fifty something or sixty something. I think they either came mighty close to it or it was right at a push. So who knows? I don't know. But you know that's that's for you. That's for the gamblers out there. That's for y'all to decide on. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm 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 gonna roll with Alabama just because I just think they'll just they'll just find more ways to to get it done. I mean, and and I'm with you with with the other aspect as well. I think Nick knows about what happened. To, what was that? Five yeah, five years ago, five six years ago, however long it was in the playoffs where. Basically, a guy who only had what two, one or two starts that whole time. Yeah, <laughs> Cardell Jones came he, in and came in there, carved them up. Zeke ran ran them up all up and down the field. Um, I know he definitely remembers that. So, but for me, yeah, I'm gonna have to roll with Alabama too. Um, I just think they'll just they'll just make a couple more plays than Ohio State will. And you know, it's just, it's just, it's just. I mean, long story short, you know, 
they've been in, in more of these championship games than the other guys have. You know, Ohio State has been making it to the playoffs these past few years, but not not getting past the semis. And now, I mean, they finally got past it and finally got the monkey off the back to get back in the championship game since that first inception of the uh, college football playoff. Um, but year in and year out, <laughs> it seems like Alabama is always there. I don't, I don't think they've lost a semifinal game besides that first year um, that they were – that they were in there when they lost to Ohio State. So they've always been in the national yeah. championship game um, when they get into the playoffs. So that's going to be interesting to see. But, yeah, I'm, ro- I'm, rolling, with, I'm rolling with Bama. Uh, I do think it's going to be a, a, a real high-scoring game, very entertaining. Um, I'm glad I got that day off so I can <laughs> – there you uh, go. Catch it from start to finish. I think it's gonna be a very, very entertaining game. And um I think uh we're gonna see a record broken. I think Devontae Smith is definitely gonna break Jamar Chase's record. Uh most touchdowns in a single season in the I would have to agree. Yeah. I think he's gonna break that. Um Mac Jones is probably gonna put on put on a nice show. Najee is gonna to try to make sure he do what he has to do. Um and I just think I just think that defense is gonna make one more play than Ohio State defense. Um because I, I see Patrick Sartan lining up on on uh Olivier. Yeah, Olave. Yeah, he will uh, for sure. He's he definitely gonna be probably sure. him. That's gonna be another matchup to watch too. I just just thought about that. So the the other receivers for Ohio State is definitely gonna have to win from time to time if you know Sertan is not on a on a live like that. Um, so yeah, I'm rolling with Alabama too. I just think they'll find a way to get it done, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a very entertaining game. So we're both rolling with Alabama. We think Saban gets ring number title number seven, and. I mean, at this point, the dynasty just continues for Alabama. It's just, it, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Two years ago, <laughs> it's crazy. Two years ago, once the 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 beatdown that Clemson gave them, and people were trying to think that oh, that it's over with. Everybody has caught up with these guys, and it's a wrap. Even even in them getting they even in them getting they they ass handed to that year. Mm-hmm. Anybody who knows football and knows how recruitment goes, and every, like, you know, Dupree, you know, you we knew them guys. They weren't over with. They weren't over with. The autumn boys oh, yeah. was like freshmen, sophomores, and they still here now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they still here now, trying to get them another one. So, yeah. like, I don't, I don't know where people they thought were just they sophomores were by then. Yeah, they were just like sophomores, like. And they're they're back at it now, so they try they trying to leave out of here with one, and I think they do. We both rolling with Alabama. All right, uh, let's go ahead and move on to to the NFL because man, the NFL is packed this weekend. Uh, 
Super Super Wild Card Weekend. Man, super. Right. We got Super Wild Card Weekend. It's a triple header. A triple header all weekend. We got three games Saturday and three games on Sunday. Um man, the Saturday, what's this, the Saturday slate games? We got the Colts and the Bills, the Rams and the Seahawks. Uh, in Tampa Bay at Washington. Um, I want to say two. I know I know one is, but I think two out of these three games are rematches. Have, did the Bills and the Colts play each other this year? They had to. I, did they? They actually might have. I, did they play each other this year? Um, Let me double check on that. No, they didn't. They didn't. No, they didn't. So just didn't. just one rematch. Just one rematch, obviously, because the Rams and Seahawks divisional opponents. Um, but I mean, dang, right out the gate. Coats, coats and bills. We gotta that's that's gonna be a, a great one. For Man. me, for me, what I'm looking at is what I'm looking at is I'm I'm I mean I'm 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 looking at the Buffalo Bills. I mean, you know, last year they kind of came out of nowhere. Uh Got got the ten wins, made it to the playoffs, getting the wild card weekend. Go to Houston, was up sixteen to nothing, um, and it and it looked like after the second half started. If you, I don't know if everybody remembers this play, but the, that kickoff to where was a touchback, not a touchback. Yeah, he really didn't give himself up and thinking it's a touchdown. And we're like, oh crap, it's twenty three to nothing. It's really over now, um, but it doesn't happen and. And Deshaun Washington does Deshaun Washington things, and Houston finds a way to win this game, win that game against Buffalo. What I'm looking for now with Buffalo is okay. You won 13 games this, uh, this and I mean, and you haven't lost since the Hail Murray, since the Hail Murray catch. You haven't lost since mm-hmm. then. And in all honesty, if it wasn't for that, they would have went on a 12 game win streak. Cause they were, I mean, they were two and they were four and two. They lost two in a row after they lost to the Titans and they lost to the Chiefs. And I mean, they reeled off. What's that? Uh, they reeled off what nine? No. Yeah. They reeled off line of their last 10. They would have, they would have been on a 10 game win streak. Um, to end the year, they would if they went for the hell if it wasn't for the hell Murray. So, I mean, this is definitely one of the hottest teams coming into the playoffs, and the fact that as them being a two seed, normally in the, in the other years when it was just sixteen playoffs, they would have the bye, but yep. not having the bye now and coming on this wild card game and really, like I said, just being really one of the hottest teams in the league right now. I just want them to see, like, are they going to capitalize on this and go ahead and continue to uh, be on this road and finish the deal and actually get a playoff win? And it won't be easy because they're playing a very, very talented Indianapolis coasting. Yeah, they are. They, this is this will be one of the better games of the weekend, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um both teams are well coached. Both teams can run the football. Both teams have uh, good passing attacks. Obviously, with Phillip Rivers, he's been there, 
Then that the question with Phil Rivers is can he get over the hump? Can he get to a Super Bowl? Um, that's the question. Um, both defenses are good. The Colts have had the number one, they've had a top defense all year. Um <laughs> all year. So this is gonna be a good test for both for, for both teams, but I believe a very good test for Buffalo too. To test and see where the mentality is from, like you said, from last year, being up and um, up in that playoff game against Houston and then ultimately Houston coming back and losing that game, Um, especially if Buffalo is to get up in this game. How do they handle that? Do they learn from their mistakes last year? Um, I believe this is a totally different Buffalo Bills team. Um, I I said it last week. This is this is a. I, a fun team to watch. I like watching Buffalo. Yeah. I like watching the Bills. Um, I mean, and the Colts in their own respect have a stud at running back. They have a great running, a great running attack, a great rushing attack with Jonathan Taylor. Um, and they're in, um, and they're a host of running backs coming out of that backfield. Obviously, Phillip Rivers. You have Michael Pittman Jr., T.Y. Hilton. Um, both teams, this for what it's worth, this this is almost an identical. <laughs> you're almost looking in the mirror with these two teams. It's the Spider Man meme. I, I, I think you're really looking in the mirror with both of these teams. Um, I, can I? I guess I go ahead and pick it. <laughs> um, I think this. I'm going with Buffalo. I'm going with the Bills. Um, I think, like I said, I think this is, I don't think they're 13-3 for no reason. I think that um, this defense will step up. I don't, I'm not going to say they're going to shut down the run game, but they will um, turn down the volume on the mute game, per se, <laughs> for the Indianapolis Colts. Um <laughs> I think, you know, I don't know what the weather would be like, but them them just being at home and um, enough, I don't think enough credit has been given to Stefan Diggs and and what he has done for this offense and what he's done for, for Josh Allen. He right. has, he has done the, the maturation and the, the evolving of Josh Allen's game I really believe as predicated on the arrival of Stefan Diggs. I don't think we see the same Josh Allen without Stefan. I don't think we see the same the same quarterback. He has a new there's a there's a new confidence. He he has a confidence about him that I re, you really can't put your finger on, but I think Stefan Diggs has a lot to do with it. I'm gonna pick the Bills to win this game. Um I think they're for real. So I'm going with the Bills. I think the Bills will win. Um, if I had to to give a score, I would go Bills. Bills. 34-27. Hmm. Okay. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I For me, Stephon Diggs, Stephon Diggs, what, what he has done for the Bills offensively, I mean, it was, it's been a match made in heaven. Uh, really? They needed some more weapons to give to Josh Allen because, I mean, don't get me wrong, how they got their 
on the previous year was was because of their defense. And I mean, and he did just enough. But they knew like uh Sean McDermott and uh the rest of those guys up there in Buffalo, they knew in order for us to really be great and for us to improve and for us to show that we're for real, like how we're talking about them, we have to get our guy some more weapons. And it's as for me, it was just a match made in heaven. Josh Allen needed a number one receiver, and Stephon Diggs wanted out of Minnesota just to show that he can be that guy. So they got a guy, they get they got a guy, he has a chance here to be the guy. And what happens? He leads the league in what was it was it receptions? Receiving yards. He yeah. was the, uh, Re- receiving yards. I mean <laughs> I mean week in and week in and week out. I mean the the, the man, the dude was balling, you know, so I mean, it's perfect. It's, it was a perfect match made in heaven for these guys. Like, it's just, it's just, it's working. I mean, like, like you said, I really can't quite put my finger on it either, but whatever it is that they're doing up there, it's working. So you can definitely tell that he gave, he has given that team a major boost uh, for what he is able to do. And the thing is, it's like, it's, Stefan is all he's getting into that conversation of those other wide receivers, in my opinion to me. He's up there in those oh, conversations yeah. with the with the uh when healthy, like a Mike Thomas, uh yeah, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, a Devontae Adams, et cetera, et cetera. Like you know they're gonna try to get him the box. You know the game plan is to stop catches for a Fifty something for this team has to do enough to get out of the wild card round this round and head to the next round. I'm going with the Bills too. Um, if I had to put a score on it, I would probably go. I probably go 34 21. Okay. Um, I just, I just don't think. I think the defense for the Colts will try to keep them in there as best as they can. Um, but I just don't know if the Colts can get enough firepower offensively to keep up with Buffalo. Um, okay. I think that's just going to be the difference. I think it'll be a close first half because Indy's defense is legit. So it's like, I wouldn't be surprised if it is real close or if it was even low scoring. Um, in that first half, but I think adjustments will get made. Um, Buffalo has the better players, in my opinion, um, to to pull it out in the end, and I'm going to go with Buffalo. Uh, the next game after that is in the NFC. Um, a divisional opponent, third time meeting this year, um, so it's the rubber match between the L.A. Rams and the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, both home teams won each game. So when the game was in L.A., Rams came out on top. Uh, a few weeks ago when the game was in Seattle, um, Seattle came out on top. And in that same game, Jared Goff injured his thumb, had to have surgery, missed last week's game. Didn't really need it because Arizona was struggling with their quarterback situation as well. And the defense did just enough to get them in. Um it's it's funny. We talked about this kind of 
briefly in the group chat with the guys. And, you know, some of them are saying, like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams could beat Seattle, which that is true. But I don't know how healthy Jared Goff is with that thumb. Can he be effective enough? Is he even going to play? And, I mean, if he does play, like, how effective can he really be for them to give them a chance? So, I I don't know. I mean, it's tricky because it's, it's a divisional opponent, but – uh, I'm I'm not sure if he's not able to play. I, for me, it, it sways it the other way. But uh, I mean, the defense is legit. I mean, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, <laughs> that defense is legit. So I, I don't yeah. know. How, how do you how are you feeling about this game? Well, it's it's for the reason that you said with them being divisional rivals, why even if Jared Goff isn't completely healthy or doesn't play, why the Rams would have a, a chance? Because they know each other. They, right. they know each other. They, you play twice a year. Um, this is, there's, <laughs> I don't know what extra game, I mean, obviously you, you know, put, it's the playoffs, so you have different wrinkles that go in, but this is not somebody that you, having game planned against and, and everything. This is someone that you know very, very well. So for that reason, the Rams would have a chance with any quarterback. Um, but I'm not taking a 80% Jared Goff or a backup quarterback over Russell Wilson. I think that's Back. really just what it come down to, comes down to for me. Um, Seattle's defense has been playing better as of late. They have been playing better defense, um, but I'm I'm taking Russell Wilson over a hobble, Jared Goff, and or a backup. I just I I think they'll make. I think the offense will make enough plays to win the football game. Um, the status of Jared Goff is is still questionable. It's questionable. You would assume that they're still going to play, that he's still going to play to find. You know, he's still going to find a way to play. It's just a thing of like I said, how effective can you be with that with that injury? Um, so, uh, I think this one is this is one of the easier ones for me at least of the weekend. I'm going with uh, Seattle um, scored twenty seven to seventeen. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, I didn't pick this one, but I'm. Yeah, I'm going with Seattle too. Um, like I said, I just, I just don't see how the Rams can get it done with the not fully healthy player at quarterback, regardless of who it is. Um, and it's it's funny, like you, it's funny about what you said about with Seattle and their defense because early in the year they couldn't stop a nosebleed. Um, mm. They were they were terrible. It was they were only winning because of the heroics of Russell Wilson. Um and who knows? They might need that again. Ain't there's no telling, but um as of late, they have been playing very well. So I'm rolling with Seattle as well. Um I'm gonna go I'm gonna say twenty four fourteen Seattle. I think that's one kind of easy too. Um and then the nightcap for the Saturday night game, we got 
Uh, Saturday night, we got um, <laughs> who would have thunk it? We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going up to D.C. to play the Washington football team, who um, some people want to say contra- controversially. I don't even know if that's a word, but there's some <laughs> controversy on how Washington ended up winning the NFC East thanks to the Philadelphia Eagles, but that's neither here nor there. They won their division. They're in. They're 7-9. They're hosting the playoff game. They're playing Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. Um, Is there a chance for Washington? I believe there is. I think they do have a chance to win this football game solely because of their defense. Solely because of their defense. I think their defense gives them a chance to win this football game. Uh, with that pass rush with De'Ron Payne and Kerrigan and Young, um, they're able to get to the quarterback, put pressure on the quarterback with just bringing four guys. And if you can bring four guys and drop seven into coverage, that makes your life as a, as a defense a whole, whole lot easier, especially against a quarterback. Well, we know they're going to they're gonna, – Tom Brady's going to turn around and – and throw the ball. He's going to pass the ball. He has too. There's too many weapons for him not to throw the football. So if they can get pressure on Tom Brady, um, which I I would assume that they really they won't have too much of a problem. But the Tampa Bay O line is is pretty good. They've kept him upright upright. Excuse me for most of the season. Um, I think Washington will be able to get to Tom Brady, um, but. It, it's not enough. I think that I think that Tampa Bay defense is is good in its own right, and I just don't. I don't watch. I don't think Washington has the firepower on offense to to combat with Tom Brady. Um, I would I would believe that Alex Smith is going to be the starter um, for the game, but Tom Brady is just too many weapons for Tom Brady. Um, so I'm going. I'm going with even. I mean, they're only an eight point favorite. But yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay. I'm gonna go Tampa Bay. Thirty four to twenty. I think Washington can get twenty points, but that might be on the high end. Now that the thing about what Washington does scare me is their front four because. Uh, history has shown if you can get pressure on Tom Brady with just your front four, you got a major shot. I mean, it's 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 been proven plenty of times during the playoffs. And the way that that front four for Washington come, man, yep, they be coming. <laughs> they oh, be yeah. coming. Um, I think that was huge for Washington to get um Alex Smith back. To play last week, I didn't know that he was playing. If I would know he was playing, I would have went with him instead of <laughs> picking the yeah. picking the damn Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, y'all. man, you switch you switched damn up it. on me. You switched I, up on me, man. I know. I I didn't I I didn't know if he was playing or not. Not even wasn't quite sure that quarterback situation. But once I found out, I said, "Oh, I said, oh yeah, I'm in trouble." And then, well, once Andy <laughs> Dalton threw that pick, once Andy Dalton threw the pick, I was like, "I'm in trouble regardless." So. But <laughs> anyway, I mean, yeah, uh, Alex Smith, 
Alex Smith getting them getting them there and, and man, what a story. Um Oh yeah. What a story. Um to have them there. Cause I tell you this now, I know for a fact no one had Washington in the playoffs. Not everybody picked Dallas to win that division. Yeah, I I I thought him I thought it came down to Dallas and Philly and <laughs> it ended up coming down to Washington. Yeah. And them getting it, but you know, I don't I don't think this is like the time where Seattle was a under five hundred team and had won the division and hosting the playoff game. I don't think it'll be anything like that. I I think Tampa is gonna make sure that they come in with laser focus. Um the weapons that they have I think is gonna be too much. Um and I think uh, I think I'm gonna just I'm gonna go ahead and roll with Tampa. I think they'll go ahead and pull this out. I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked if they weren't able to pull this one out. Mm-hmm. Relatively kind of easy. I, I I might go along with the spread. I think it is gonna be closer than many people think. Um just because you just you just never know. Um uh, but I also know that. Tom Brady don't want to go out the way that he went out last year either. So I know he has redemption on his mind. He's definitely not trying to be one and done and and getting out of here. So I'm going to go with Tampa Bay, too. If I had to go to score, I'm going to say um, 24-17. I think Washington can get the spread. Okay. I think they can take the spread. So I go 24-17 Tampa Bay. And if y'all thought Saturday was crazy, Sunday, <laughs> oh, yeah. Sunday gets Sunday gets even more crazy with the playoffs. I mean, right off the bat, we got a rematch. I, matter of fact, I think now Sunday all three games are all rematches for sure. Yep. Um, we got the the Ravens and the Titans. I mean, that's. I know everybody's going to think about Steelers and Browns, but for me, this is the game to watch Sunday is the Ravens and the Titans because I, I agree just because I mean, the way that the way that Tennessee is playing is great. Um, Derrick Henry uh, clipping over 2000 yards on the season. I, he did it so quietly and so effectively. Yeah. I, I didn't even realize he was that close to two to two K. Once they, um, as I'm watching the game, I didn't realize he was that close to two K on the season. And the, I mean, Ryan Tannehill, he's been playing well. Um, honestly, the the Titans should have had. The Titans should have had a two a two K rusher and two one K receivers. If Corey Davis didn't drop so many passes this past Sunday, <laughs> he would have had over a thousand yards too, right yeah. there. With AJ Brown, they would have yeah, had, yeah, they would have had, they would have had two one K receivers and and a two K rusher. Um, so definitely the offense is the offense is major. But man, Baltimore has been on a roll. Granted. They weren't they weren't playing a whole lot of great teams. I mean, they had Cleveland on their schedule. That was one good win for them. But that's the game that kicked them off. Yeah, but you know that's that's you play the one that you play in. I mean, they they've been on the road. But for me, that's the one to watch just because 
This is also it's a rematch from earlier this year, but it's also a rematch from last year's playoffs where we were sitting here doing the when we were sitting here doing the podcast last year, it was all of us on here and we were like, oh, okay, the Titans got one and beat New England, but nah, they ain't they not beating the top seed. They, nah, they not beating Lamar. And and pretty much, I mean, they pretty much dominated them that yeah. whole game. I mean, everybody Everybody now knows is Earl Thomas is being stiffed on off to the sideline from Derrick Henry. <laughs> Derrick Henry out here throwing jump passes. Yeah, that was <laughs> Derrick Henry out here throwing jump passes. I was in shock and, watching that game. We couldn't we couldn't believe it. We were like, yo, this is really happening. And and Lamar didn't get Lamar didn't get too much help from his receivers. They did drop a lot of passes. So this one is a big game just because, you know, for the Titans, the first home playoff game since 2008, the 2008 season, um, how how was that going to go? Um, we saw how the game ended last year. We saw how the game ended this season uh, with Derrick Henry winning it in overtime. So the Titans have won the last two against the Ravens. And Lamar Jackson is searching and chasing for this his first playoff win still. He still hasn't had it. He's been in two consecutive years, no playoff win. And in both games that he's played in, statistically, they've been pretty bad. Something's got to give. Some, what, yeah. Something has to give. Like, if he can't win this one, now... There's some talks here to where it's like, okay, are you going to be are you going to be able to be up there to compete with the likes of Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen now? We have to throw him in there and maybe if Deshaun Washington can get some help and all the other good young quarterbacks and dominant teams in the AFC, or are you just gonna be Another Michael Vick. I mean, impactful, make plays, and the 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 history of yardage and running back to back one K seasons, one thousand uh, one thousand yard rushing seasons here as a quarterback. But being looked at as that can't win the big one. So this is this is huge for Lamar and company. Um, yeah. What what do you think about this one? I I, I think. This is, a, I mean, I mean, it's a, it's a rematch. Like I said, the game earlier this season went to overtime. Um, as far as Lamar goes, his first playoff game in his career, he did not play well at all to the second half. Last year, he didn't have he didn't have his best game, but he didn't have his worst game. I don't want to. I don't think that last year's playoff game was solely on him. There were a lot of drops last year by those receivers and tight ends from Baltimore last year in that playoff game versus the Titans. That contributed contributed to um them losing the game. I think that I'm I'm torn on this one because my head is saying the Titans, but my heart is saying Baltimore because I do want Lamar Jackson to get that first win. Yeah. I do I've believed in the Ravens the past two years and um, I believed in that defense, and I believed in that offense um, and the playmaking ability and them being able to run the football 
and Lamar Jackson's ability to create something out of nothing. Um, I still believe in that um, this year, the way, like you said, they've rattled off four straight to get to the playoffs. Um, and I, I know the Ravens had a bad, have a bad taste in their mouth about last year. You saw this this year, yeah, they lost the game. They got lost the game in overtime. But I mean, Derrick Henry only had 133 rushing yards. Mm-hmm. He didn't do what he did to them last year in the playoffs. Right. Um, and this is a rivalry in its own right. Baltimore and the Titans, and Baltimore and Tennessee, this is a rivalry in its own right. Um, I'm going with the Ravens. I'm going with the Ravens. I'm picking the Ravens to win this game. Um, I think that Lamar Jackson will make the the Titans are going to dare Lamar Jackson to win the game throwing the football like they did last year. It will be the same thing. You're going to have to beat us throwing the football. Um, I think Lamar Jackson will make the plays in the passing game. I believe that he will be dynamic with his legs. I believe he still will be able to break loose and make plays with his legs in this game. Um, I believe in that Baltimore defense. I think that the Titans will win it. I mean, I'm sorry. I believe that well, I do believe that the Titans will um, play a very uh, a very good game. Um, but I'm rolling with the Ravens. I'm going to go with the Ravens. The spread is three. I'm going with the Ravens. 30 to 24. 30 to 24 Ravens. I think they win by two field goals. The thing for me is that... The Titans defense scare me and not in a good way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they are they're not as good as they were last year. Um because for example, like last week's game against Houston, um I get it, it is a divisional opponent and you, you know, you just never know, but that game was should have been over with after the third, but like midway through the third quarter. It should have been over with. Yes. Um but and that speaks to the greatness of Deshaun Watson. True. True. So that's that. But um, they haven't been – just the Titans' defense just hasn't been as opportunistic um, as they were last year. They don't look as dominant. Um, I think they finished in like the bottom third in sacks, probably almost last um, in sacks, so they don't get enough pressure on the quarterback. Uh, which, I mean, that doesn't bode well for them, especially, you know, the way that Lamar has been playing. Um, man, part of me, part of me wants to take the Titans too. Um, no, you know what? I'll take them. I'll go with the Titans. Um, I'll switch. I'll go with the Titans. Just because of, I know that the Ravens, uh, they not. I know they're not scared of them, um, but it's just the fact that the man, the way that Derrick Henry just gets better and better as the, the game goes, man, and that's scary. Um, that's scary, and then even, and then even still, if in a way, if you try to try to make Tannehill beat you. I mean, you can try it, but the receiving core for the Titans aren't any slouches. I mean, A.J. Brown is a dog. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, dog. Yeah. Um, and Corey I, Davis has finally woke up. Yeah, and I, I mean, I I hate that I'm going that I'm doing that and put Lamar's playoff record at zero and three. Because then at that point, like I said, the people are going to start talking. But I also think the Titans have been waiting for something like this. They've been waiting to host a playoff game. They haven't hosted a playoff game since the 2008 season. These last few years when they've had made it to the playoffs, they've always been on the road. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think they're going to be pretty excited to have have this home playoff game for this this time being. so I'm a I'm a I'm a flip. I'm gonna go with the Titans. At first I was gonna go with the Ravens, um, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Ravens won. Um, but I'm a, I'm gonna go with the Titans for that one. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 28-24. 20, I'm gonna go with the okay. Titans. Um, then the second game on Sunday, um, not probably not the most exciting, but. Hey, it is what it is. We got the Bears going down to New Orleans to play the Saints. Um, the Bears, the Bears, pretty much kind of snuck in here in the mm, playoffs. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks to um, thanks to Kyler Murray's hamstring and ankle. Because maybe if they would have, if he would have been healthy, they might have would have beat the Rams, and they would have probably this probably would be the Cardinals or the Rams here playing the Saints. But, um. I will say this though, I would give credit to his credit to do for to Mitch, uh, to Mitchell Mitchell Trubisky, um, being the starter in the beginning of the year, getting benched for Nick Foles when, when in all honesty, Trubisky was not playing that bad. Um, really? At first, he I mean, he wasn't. I mean, they were three and zero. I mean, the Atlanta game, dog. Did you watch that one? I didn't because I didn't watch I didn't watch any more Atlanta games after the Cowboys debacle, so I did not uh, watch. It. I'm gonna tell you like this: he was it was real ugly. <laughs> there was a reason why Nick Foles came in on in that game, and Got there's it. a reason why they came back and won. Got but, you. But I mean, he that, that was his long moment, and he didn't do anything after that. Honestly, true. Um, Trubisky comes back, and I mean. Has it been the best? No, but I mean he he they rode the ship after after them starting five and one in the slump that they had, but to still be at eight and eight and to get in, I mean you gotta give them some type of credit or just I guess, but you know, just just not enough to keep up with the Saints. I this one is easy for me. I'm going with the Saints. Um as much as I hate to say that. Um, but <laughs> Yeah, I'm going, you and me both. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with the Saints. I think they take care of business. Um, everybody knows that this is, you know, more than likely Drew Brees' uh, last season. So he's definitely trying to chase and get this this second championship ring. Um, and this is a start. Um, I just think the firepower on offense that they have: Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray. Jared Cook, uh, a tight end, and I mean, just just so many weapons that they have, and just they're just a better team. So I'm going with the Saints, thirty-one uh, seventeen. 
Yeah, I'm rolling with the Saints too. Um, but they have still have Alvin Kamara out. Oh, so, that's right. Oh, that's yeah, right. They, the COVID. they, they yeah, got yeah. Rona. Yeah, they sick. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm still going with the Saints, but I'm going um, closer than the experts think. I'm pull a little Lee Corso. I'm gonna go with the Saints, twenty-four to twenty. I think that that, mm-hmm. that Chicago defense keeps it closer. I think that it keeps them in the game. Um, I mean, Alvin Kamara is <laughs> everything for the Saints on offense. There's their leading rusher and their leading receiver. Um, but like I said, I don't think there's not enough firepower um, on that Bears offense um, to go up against that Saints defense. But I'm going to roll with the Saints 24-20. Yeah. And then the last game uh, on the docket for Super Wild Card Weekend, um, another divisional opponent playing each other for the third time this year. Um we got the Browns and the Steelers, who just played each other yep. Sunday. Just played each other last Sunday. Um, and, you know, that one, albeit uh, the Steelers didn't play some of their starters. Um, so that's that. But um, it is what it is. Cleveland got in. And now they're playing each other again. I think that this one is pretty interesting too. Um just because I mean I, you know, we, we see the Steelers back in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the Browns first time being in the playoffs since two thousand and two. Uh forever. Forever. So obviously people are excited. Um, just super excited for Cleveland to be in, especially those who are diehard Cleveland Brown fans. I know a couple, and they are just – they just – they feel like a kid in the candy store, man. They just happy to be here. They happy to be there, but I know for a fact that they want to get a win, especially coming against a divisional rival. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know because Juju, Juju – uh, Juju Smith-Suster gave the Browns some bulletin board material. Um, and every time I see somebody give another team some bulletin board material, um, it doesn't bode well for their team. And it makes me a little worried. Um, but I still think that the Steelers have enough to pull out the dub, I think it's going to be another close one like it was um, the last time they played each other in the playoffs, which was in 2002. The score was 36 to 33 um, that the Steelers won. I, I'm, I'm going to go with the Steelers, and I'm going I'm to go, I'm going to say, I'm going to go 31-28. I'm going to go with the Steelers, 31-28. What what you think? I'm going with the Browns. Ooh. (laughs) I'm going to go with the Browns. They end the drought and they get the dub. I'm going to go with the Browns for a couple reasons. Yeah. Um, Cam Hayward 
Marquise Pouncey, Terrell Edmonds are all out for this e, game. E. Um, that Cam, Cam, Cam Hayward and Marquise Pouncey, those two in the trenches is definitely going to hurt um, Pittsburgh, um, two divisional rivals. Um, we know this, you know, we know first time they played the Stewart's Bloom out. They played last week. The Browns want to get in. We know what's going on with the Browns with the different COVID protocols. We know Stefanski is not going to be there. Um, some other coaches won't be there as well. Um, they haven't really been able to practice and everything. Um, but I'm going to roll with Cleveland. I think that um, they get over the hump. I think what you said about Juju, that lights a fire. Abundant Cleveland, even without their head coach being there, I think that gives them the extra motivation to come out and really play inspired football. Um, this is a different Cleveland Browns team. This is not the same Cleveland Browns that we are uh, accustomed to seeing. And I think they win the game because you hand the ball off to Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. You run the football. When the Browns have been successful, they run the football, and Baker Mayfield makes his plays off of play action. That's when the when the Browns are cooking, that's what's going on. Nick Tubb and Kareem Hunt are doing their thing in the run game, and then Baker Mayfield makes his plays with his arm and with his legs. I think that the Browns get the win because of that. Um, shouts out to a couple of my receivers, Raekwon Davis-Hilford and Jacob Wright, I told him earlier, if they convince me, I will go with the Browns. I'm going to roll with Northeast Ohio. The Browns get the victory and move on to the divisional round of the AFC playoffs. Uh, I'm going to go with a score 31-27. 31-27 Browns. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. I'm with it. I'm with you on that one. Okay. So let me think. We're we were we're in agreement of all the NFC wildcard games. We both went with the Seahawks, both went with Tampa, both went with the Saints. We agreed on Buffalo. Yep. The only games that we disagreed on was the Ravens and Titans and the what Steelers and Browns. That's it. Yep. That's it. So that makes me how, nervous. Yeah. So how we putting it is, is that I went with, okay, so I went with all the home teams in the AFC. So yeah. how I'm thinking that division around is going to look, I think it's going to be Chiefs versus Titans. And then, uh, what's that? Yeah, Bills versus Steelers. And then what you're thinking is going to be Chiefs, Ravens, no, 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 no. You're Chiefs thinking Browns. You're thinking Chiefs, Browns, Ravens, Bills. Bills. Yep. yep. And then in the NFC, we all agree in that it's going to be Green Bay versus Tampa and New Orleans versus Seattle for the division round. Yep. That's what I'm rolling with. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> sticking to it. Man, you got some you got some convincing from the guys. Yeah, man. They That's they crazy. I had a meeting with them earlier today. They, you know, 
they're from, you know, from Ohio, obviously Cleveland Browns fans. Obviously, I had some. <laughs> some of them told me, don't do it. I'd be disappointed. But they, <laughs> the Jacob, Jacob and Raekwon, they coach, we're going to do it. We're going to get it done. We're going to get it done. So I'm going to roll with Cleveland. I'm going to roll with Cleveland. I think though there's some key injuries for Pittsburgh. Um, they've been wishy-washy this last quarter, these last four or five games of the of the season. I think the Browns, are, I, even with, with everything that's going on, I think the Browns will get them. I think they'll find a way to get them. I feel, I feel that. I feel that. Man. I'm un, uh, it's crazy that then the only two games that we disagree upon, which is fine. I'm I'm fine with that because I think last year last year I think we did pretty good on um, picking playoff games. I mean I, I think the only teams that threw us off was the Titans. Um, yeah, probably those 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 first two rounds probably was the Titans were the only times that we were kind of thrown off. So we we normally do good come playoff time. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. Man, I, I can't wait. I mean, it's just. We you got a three day weekend here of just straight football. You got three games on Saturday, uh, on Saturday, three games on Sunday. You got the national championship game on Monday. Uh, I mean, what what more can you add to it? It's it's kind of bittersweet because you know as the weekends and weeks goes by that we're yeah. ending um, <laughs> we're to ending, the end, unfortunately. Yeah, to the end of football. Um, but first thing first, I want to do. I want to give a big kudos and a big shout out to the NFL, because um, yep. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I said I said it once. I said it again. I was one of those ones think that they would get 256 games played. I didn't think I didn't think we would get 17 weeks of football. I didn't think I didn't think everybody would get 16 games. I thought it might end up the season ending early, and we would be in the playoffs. I'm I'm thinking the Super Bowl might be in January. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but big shout out to the NFL to fight through it because there were a few teams who definitely got hit with COVID pretty hard. And there's still some teams that still getting getting hit with COVID. Um and how much it's affecting them. But um they found a way to do this. They did it. And I mean, my hats off to Roger Goodell. And um, just the whole league on taking the necessary steps. Um, I'm man, they started hitting folks' pockets, <laughs> taking yeah. draft picks away. They were they were being serious about this thing with with this and, and amongst in this pandemic with this uh, sickness. Um, and I'm just, I, I, I mean, I can't be more, I'm no more proud of how well that they were able to do this. And not necessarily have to be in a hub or a bubble where teams could still travel and do what they have to do. And everybody was able to play 16 games. There was no games uh, left out for anybody. So big kudos to the NFL for doing that. Um, Hopefully we don't have to worry about too much of that going on during the playoffs either. So we can go through a a, a nice postseason and crown ourselves uh, another uh, Super Bowl champion come February. Here, it's it's getting down to the nitty gritty, man. 
Um, this was a good episode right here, man. Another great episode here at the Easy Money Sports Podcast. We're gonna go ahead and get ready and wrap this up because it is one twenty a.m. my time, two twenty a.m. your time. <laughs> it's getting late. Um, but you know, I know we 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 night hours like this anyway. It don't really too much affect us <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, man. So how how you gonna watch how you gonna watch all these games? Just kicking it inside at the house. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We just we just gonna get up in the morning. I'll eat breakfast. I'll uh, you know probably um, do you know I might do a little you know do some work, do some recruiting, have some recruiting and stuff like that. And then one oh five hits. I'm downstairs at the at the big screen, dog. <laughs> time for that <laughs> for the rest of the for the rest of the day <laughs> time for that time for there, that I'm down there the rest of the day eyes glued to the TV watching ball that's that's how I plan on doing it what what, what you got planned man uh, yeah I mean man probably same here I'm probably gonna well I'm gonna get up man I'm gonna go get this go get blessed real quick by my barber get this fade back right I hear that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then, I hear that. Yeah, pretty pretty much out there. Probably the same thing. Just get you man, just stay here at the crib. Sit up here and um watch watch the games on, on the television, man. Uh get a little rest. Uh baby girl is with her her TT. She's at her aunt's for the weekend. We can get us some 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 real rest, some real mm-hmm. needed rest. Yeah. Um over here for sure. Uh, that's gonna be great to see. So yeah, probably the same thing, man. Just getting up, doing that, and then just sitting up here watching these games. You know, hey, you know our group chat finna be jumping. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's oh, finna yeah. be jumping for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> it'll be funny, definitely. Yeah. It'll be hilarious. It'll be yeah. hilarious to see. So for sure. But yep. We, we've near come to the end of another episode here of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. This has been a great one. Um, man, like we always do, I'll let you go first. Any shout-outs, words of encouragement, messages to say, because we've already had a hell of a week <laughs> here in 2021. Yeah. yeah, yes, we have. <laughs> yes, we have. Um, Obviously, more... Always shouts out to um, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, um, for bringing me along um, to this point in my life. Um, obviously, shouts out to my family, friends. Um, it's uh, with, obviously, entering the new year and with the events that happened um, this this week. Um uh, I think I, I would just encourage everybody to um, to look inward, um, look inward, and then and, and really, really, <laughs> just really, man, just really do an inward look on yourself, man, and, and evaluate who you are as a person. Evaluate. Um, how you act, who you hang around. Um, this, this is, um, this, this whole 
uh, election process, whether it be elected the president, you know, Georgia just had the 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 sen you know, runoff for the Senate. Um, I think this is more or less this is more or less not been about politics. I think this is more so been about right versus wrong. What is what is what is right and what is wrong. Um and we got a a, a good glimpse of what is wrong this week. Um it's you know it's unfortunate, but everybody take a take a inward look. Obviously, um, we're upset. The black community, we are upset. We're angry. Some might be um, afraid. I would encourage everybody not to be afraid. Um, we're gonna get through this as as a people, as a country. You know, keep the faith. You know, keep praying. There will we will see better days as a people in this country. Um, I do believe we are, we are making strides. We have to continue um, to press forward. We cannot forget what the goal is um, inside of, you know, in spite of everything that's going on, we have to remember what the goal is um, and continue to make strides towards achieving that goal. So um, I was just encouraged people to stay on the path of, you know, doing what's right, treating people right, um, and all this—you know—all this stuff will will, will work itself out. Um, we will we we will be better for this as a people and as a country um, once we get past this. So that's it. Continue to stay safe. You know, wear your mask and all that type of stuff. Tell your loved ones you love them, um, and continue to strive for greatness. Yeah, definitely. Um, we should definitely take a, a deeper dive into ourselves, do some self-reflecting, um, some some self-evaluations of of ourselves, just to make sure that we're doing what what needs to be done. Definitely. Um, same here for me. May y'all be safe out here. Protect yourselves at all times. Uh, please continue to wear your mask, even though it's a new year. There's still a, a pandemic going on. Um, it's not over. We're still battling this. Um, numerous of cases are always constantly coming up time and time again, even amidst of all the chaos. Um, so please stay safe out here. Protect yourselves. Uh, protect black women. Cherish black women. Love black women. Uh, no means no. No means no. You know, that's anywhere. Uh, morning, afternoon, night, evening, um, daylight saving time when it starts, when it ends, don't it don't matter. No means no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, definitely, uh, definitely, you know, checking on your loved ones, man. Pray for your loved ones too. Um, everything. Uh, big shouts out to Mama and Papa Sanders. Big shouts out to the big man upstairs, first and foremost. Um, Shout out to Mama and Papa Sanders. Shout out to everybody back home in Memphis. Um, shout out to both my babies, my baby, and then my little baby. Um, don't drive your TC crazy, please. Please, y'all, don't drive your TC crazy. You'll be hearing about it if you do. Man, I will. <laughs> please, don't drive her crazy. Um, 
And man, just always ending it with man, peace, love, and tranquility. Um, y'all be safe out here, man. Hope y'all have a great weekend. This has been another installment, another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Um, catch it on these streaming platforms as far as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, SoundCloud. Yeah, just check them out on there. Man, listen, subscribe, tell a friend, tell their friend to tell a friend, tell your mama and them, tell your aunties and them. Just everybody, whoever you can tell, just go ahead and keep on listening. Um, keep listening, subscribing, and just, you know, give us some feedback. Let us know, you know, how everything's going and everything, man. So just, I just say, I always do that. And um, this has been another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. We out. Peace.